0: Welcome back to Korea Unfiltered. I am your host, Paris Kagiri. Today, I have a very special episode for you guys. Today, we will be talking about fortune-telling and shamanism, I believe. And the perfect guest to have on this is the same guest as always. <laughs> Welcome back to the show,
1: Monica. Hello. You're here so much these days. Yeah, of course. I'm happy she's, to she's be stay- here. Yeah, she stays here. Um,
0: this topic is a very random topic, but... Monica and I were talking about it recently. Look at me pretending that we didn't just do this like three hours before. (laughs) Literally, three hours ago, we decided to do this video um, because I think unlike other countries, Korea is very heavy on fortune telling, but also shamanism. But shamanism is something I don't really know about, but you have started learning about.
1: Okay, I don't want to say learn because I'm still very ignorant about this subject Mm -hmm. because it's just stuff that I picked up here and there just mm-hmm. like searching about it. Yeah. And I'm not like a hundred percent into it, but still I know enough. Yeah.
0: And you're trying to like, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. So I personally have, I've gotten my fortune told in Korea. Um, it is this still called for the birthday one is still called a fortune, right? Um.
1: Saju. Saju, right? Yeah.
0: It's called Saju in Korea. I've gotten my Saju done, but I've never this shamanism thing is very new to me. I've only seen it in Korean dramas. Um but Monica has gotten both. she's she's done both. So <laughs> she has the experience of both. I only have the experience of one. So I think because I only have the experience of one, we should start with the the Saju part, the fortune telling part. Yes. How how is how has your experience been with fortune telling? Oh, by the way, let me make this like Statement It's very common in Korea to get your fortune told. They have stalls mm-hmm. everywhere for mm-hmm. fortune telling here. Like, some people in the West might be like, That's so weird. That's like devil worship or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's very common in Korea. Like, anywhere you go, you will see a fortune teller somewhere.
1: So, there and recently, there's a lot of tarot Oh, tarot, tarot cards. it been too. getting more like trendy recently,
0: even in like LA.
1: LA, everybody mm-hmm. like
0: reads tarot cards. Yeah,
1: so like now that trend from the, the Western side is coming to Korea. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of tarot and saju readers that do yeah. both.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've only, I've never had the card thing done, but yeah. I've had the, so for the one that I've done personally, it was, you'd give them your name, the time you were born, your birthday. Is blood type a thing
1: too? No. <laughs> is that only those three? I don't so remember. just your name, date of birth, and time of birth.
0: Oh, that's it. And then they basically tell you your fortune from yeah.
1: there. So in Korea, it's called saju mm-hmm. because it's like, the four pillars. So, sa mm. four,
0: yeah, so, ju. yeah. So, right. in
1: China, they also have their own method of doing it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure about Japan and other um, parts Asian of peppers? Asia, yeah. But definitely in China and Korea, they have this type of fortune telling mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. and it's similar, but it's different the mm-hmm. way that they interpret your four pillars. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in Korea, um, they do it based on your name. Your birthday your time of uh, birth mm-hmm. and based on that they have this system of trying to figure out what you're born with mm-hmm. at i guess your four pillars because mm-hmm. the four pillars make up the foundation of your life yeah so i'm sorry if i am factually incorrect in some parts because i'm not an expert and yeah. this is just me sleuthing the internet here and there. So it's just what I picked up.
0: I I just wanted to have this conversation with Monica because first of all, I know she's not an expert at this. Mm -hmm. So please don't be like, no, she said this and it's Mm -hmm. wrong. Of Mm -hmm. course it might be wrong. Like Mm -hmm. we, we don't know. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't go to college for this or something like that. (laughs) We're just speaking from experience of what we've experienced. So I'm curious to hear how, what was your fortune when they told you about it?
1: Okay. So basically, so these people, They are just regular people. They don't like. They're just people that want to learn saju. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit like philosopher Mm, type theology, theology, theologists. theologists, Like they're interested in that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So some of them um, get into saju because it's somewhat related because Mm. it's like, like a Korean tradition cultural thing. Yeah, but it's also like. It tells you your whole fortune from the beginning of your birth till the end. And basically the premise is that is your whole life is destined.
0: Yeah, so you
1: can't change things, but you can take advantage of what you have and what you're born with Mm -hmm. to your advantage Mm -hmm. to make a better life for yourself. Mm -hmm. Or if there's something that's going to happen, you can kind of do something in a way where you can avoid that from happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, this is fortune telling, not shamanism? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So for yeah. example,
1: maybe you go and they're like you yes, ask about what's going to happen this year. For example, my friend went and she was they were like, "Oh, be careful of car accidents this year."
0: How do you avoid that?
1: So they're just like, "Make sure like when you cross the road, uh, you, you watch check. out." Mm. Oh, if you're you if you drive, mm-hmm. try not to drive. Like, try to, like, take oh, taxis sad. or ask yeah. someone, take public transportation. Yeah, just, yeah. like, don't try to be involved with driving oh, wow. or okay. be careful on the roads. Yeah. Or even when you're walking on the sidewalk, just be careful. Of course, yeah. And you can avoid it from happening. Mm-hmm. So you're so, more
0: vigilant when it comes to cars. Right.
1: So a lot of Koreans, what they do every New Year, they will go and get their salary read. Yeah,
0: it's very common. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing here. Even
1: if they don't believe it, it's just fun. It's mm-hmm. just fun to know and learn and because a lot of people go with, like, their significant other Mm, or with friends. if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you get together. Yeah, or with their families. And especially a lot of business owners do it because they want extra help Mm -hmm. on how to grow and make more money. Mm -hmm. So, going back to the Saju experience, Mm -hmm. um, if you don't go to a person that is really good at what they do, because it's basically, they have to study it. It's like a doctor. If, if you don't, like, if you're not up to date with anything, if you don't practice, if you don't study, like, keep like, learning more and mm-hmm. more, you're going to not develop yourself or get better right. at reading people's right. charts. So, there are people who are not good at reading, and there's people that are really good at reading mm-hmm. because they have a lot of experience with um, meeting with a lot of clients, or they're, they're just really good at it. Yeah. There's yeah. people who just are good at, like just naturally. Naturally, naturally have yeah, that. Yeah. So my experiences I went to like a couple, maybe four or five different people. Oh
0: snap. Yeah, because
1: I just like it's fun. Like I just oh, Also for try. you it was just like a experience
0: mm-hmm. you wanted. Okay. But. And
1: but there's like this one lady I I went like three times because she's really good at like giving specific dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's I would say it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a hundred percent, but I can see what she meant when she said certain things. Yeah. So maybe it wouldn't be, like, 100%, like, say, the car accident thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not completely, like, it's related, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, oh, I'm going to get injured in a car accident. But maybe, like, I was walking one day, and by accident, my bag scratched a car.
0: Ah, so it still has to do with cars. Yeah. It's just not an accident with cars. Yeah, it's not like an accident. Well, it's still an accident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's
1: related, but not completely accurate in that sense where she thought i was going to get hurt right right so i can see what she means Mm -hmm. but so that's why like interpretation is really important they need to understand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you go to saju they'll always talk about your your childhood first because that's the first pillar of your saju yeah and because why they do that is Mm -hmm. because they kind of want to vouch for themselves the validity Validity, of what they're saying because you already experienced it. You already went through your childhood and your like high school years, college years, you really know. So they like tell you things to like make sure that, Oh, here I'm legit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like the people that I go to that are good, they are right on the dot. For example, in my chart, when I was in my early, early child years, I had, like, this symbol that I was going to be lonely. Oh, snap. And I was. I was a very lonely child. But, like, it wasn't because of me mm-hmm. that did it. It yeah. was just the circumstances that the happened. environment, yeah. So, like, for example, like, both of my parents worked. So, already, like, they're busy mm. with their business and trying to make sure that um, they have food. On, we have food on the table. Mm-hmm. We have a roof over our heads mm-hmm. and stuff. Having a very, like, stable life mm-hmm. in a financial way mm-hmm. so I had nannies growing up mm-hmm. but I had one nanny but she had to leave
0: Uh oh, so you switched nannies and off. then I had another
1: nanny and then something happened and she had to leave
0: yeah
1: so I had three nannies mm-hmm. and then at that point I was able to go to um, kindergarten, so she did, wasn't needed anymore. I'm
0: right, because you're going to school now.
1: So I'm going to school now, and now I'm in a new environment. I don't know what's happening. And like, you know, my parents, they're too busy, yeah. so like, we, don't, we didn't have like very like deep talks with yeah. each other growing up. Such a cultural thing. Yeah, so Talking it's like... Deep
0: with your parents when you're in an ethnic household is not... Right? It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's rare. It's, it's very odd, yeah.
1: And so like going to a new environment as a kid, already having, like, a very shaky, like, emotional disconnect Mm -hmm. with people Mm -hmm. growing up because there's so many changes, Mm -hmm. going to kindergarten, and then suddenly we moved.
0: Oh, God. So the connections you made, you had to leave those connections again.
1: Yeah. So we moved to a new neighborhood, but I didn't know we were moving because my parents, they didn't think of communicating things, certain things, because they didn't think it was important, Mm. like... They just thought, like, I guess the way that they treated us as children was just like, you're just going to come with us. Yeah. You know, you're our property, so. Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. It's like, it's not a big deal. We're just moving. It's a nicer neighborhood, whatever.
0: So they think it's good for you, but technically it's like messing up your relationships that you've established.
1: I think that move and then going to another new school, it traumatized me. Mm -hmm. And that was when I went into first grade. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was around, what, seven years old is Mm -hmm. first grade, I think. Mm -hmm. And so, they were talking about that, like, specifically that age area. But the loneliness. Yeah, that, that you, loneliness. That's so
0: interesting. Yours, your fortune is very different. Because for, for mine, it was like, what do you want to ask about? Marriage, love. like Really? That's, yeah. Mine, the childhood thing, I never
1: got. They it was would, just specific. Like, what do you want to ask They about? would go through every single life. Um, milestone Milestones with me. So that they can, like, verify, like, kind of make me like confirm that they are legit people like they know how to read so clearly the person i went to was trash
0: <laughs> would this one recommend no so he's actually a famous fortune teller in Gangnam, and oh. i had gone because this is not something i would just do um I think as a Christian there's especially as a Christian who was born in Kenya there's that whole thought that you should never let somebody tell you your future you should pray for the future that you want mm. so I would never walk into a fortune teller by myself so it was for a YouTube video and that's how I ended up going yeah, yeah, and yeah. they they told they asked me what part of my future do I want to know yours seems like they started from childhood mine didn't yeah. even mention my childhood
1: cuz actually a lot of people they're like it's no there's no point of telling you what happened in childhood yeah. because um, Basically, from they they think more of the adult years is mm-hmm. more important than your childhood because years. you can't really apply anything because they already happened. You're a child. You can't right? change your kid years. Yeah, like your your child. You just you just live yeah. your life. Yeah. Right. So, um, they will go from my childhood to my early twenties, mm-hmm. and they would be pretty correct in the way my life turned out to be. And the, oh. the things I experienced, yeah. the things that I was struggling with. Yeah. And just, like, in general, things that I couldn't change no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, all the moving I did. Mm-hmm. Go, like, going to one company, to another company, to another, like... And also, like, moving houses. Mm-hmm. And then going to Korea. Like, mm-hmm. immigrating to a completely to different free, country, yeah, yeah. Like, that was... They were like, that's part of your sadu, That you are supposed to do that
0: interesting this is gonna tie into your shamanism it's so interesting that your moving thing it was part of your fortune and your shaman fortune was
1: you're going back to america
0: <laughs> that's so weird
1: but that that was okay so it was a little bit different so yeah. i'll go with that about that later yeah, yeah
0: like the second yeah, the second half we can talk about that but yeah. my fortune um was all wrong really like from the beginning to the end it was wrong
1: like what, what I, was, I remember
0: I had asked about love at that point because I was single when I did the, the Saju. And they said that that year, I would meet the person who would be my future husband. <laughs> what year was
1: that? this 2018, 2019? 2018,
0: 2019. This is when I met.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I met you in 2020.
0: Yeah, and I, remember when I was telling you like, oh, I'd be married by this age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl.
1: I saw you... I side eyed you. So yeah, much. I remember
0: you telling me that. Because my fortune was basically you would get you would meet your husband and get married um, to this person that you meet this year. And then so that was like marriage and love. And then when it came to work, this person had told me if I want to be successful, I have to move to Canada or the US. I've never set foot in Canada before. So that's interesting. And then they told me what else did they tell me that was really laughable? I think there was something. this happened so long ago that I kinda erased it in my head. Um, but they basically everything was wrong, but I had gone with somebody else and hers was all right. Isn't that weird? But this person was Asian. So sometimes I always think it's like, could they read the Asian person better than they could read me? No. It's so weird though. Hers was correct.
1: Because I, I would go with a non-Asian and they would get things correct. correct. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's just like the stroke of luck because her fortune was she would meet her husband and get married and have a kid in the same year happened she got pregnant the same year she met her now husband
1: are you sure you they got your birthday right
0: yeah i I told them everything right because remember i called my parents to ask like the time of birth and everything but from beginning to end mine was wrong but my friend from beginning to end everything was right so that's why i'm like could they just not read me right it was very strange it was very strange when i look back at it i'm like hmm how is it that everything was wrong?
1: Or maybe she got confirmation bias and was like, oh, because he said that I'm going to get married this year. You know what's year. funny?
0: I hope she never sees this. I'm probably not going to put that in the video. because She was born
1: so and she's still... So, mm, yeah. Okay. So
0: technically, her study was right. The person she met, she got pregnant with and she got married in the same exact year. Everything that I was told was wrong because I ended up breaking, up, breaking up with that boyfriend and I didn't move to Canada. And like, it was just like, huh? Like have you never heard, had a saju that was like
1: Yeah, so wrong? this I usually go to a place that was is recommended by someone that I know because yeah. that's how you find someone that's legit, right? Yeah. But I went to this place just on a whim. Mm-hmm. We were just walking and then we just saw something, we were just like, Hey, why not? Yeah. And so we went in and it was like one of those places where it's obviously very commercialized. Mm. So it's just like a store, like a a building not a building, a store mm-hmm. with like booths. And there would be different people there. Yeah. And so I already knew it was just not going to be, like, the greatest. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize it was going to be that bad. Because oh. she would be, like, going through it. And she would be saying stuff. And I'm just like, that's not right. That's not right. And that's not right. Like, the biggest, the biggest like, woe was, like, when she was like, oh, you, is this right here? Like, you and your brother are really close. Oh, you and your brother are not close at all. <laughs> and I looked at her. And I, I know I, I can't. I have my you can't facial yeah. expressions. Yeah. I looked at her and I was like, no, mm, that's wrong. It's like okay, I don't even talk to him. Yeah, we and don't. And she, and she's like, oh, <laughs> and she's like, maybe it's like uh, it turns later on. Really yeah,
0: because now it's like I've spent my money and you're lying to my face.
1: Yeah, I know. What you or mean. like you don't know how to read it. Or she, at by that time yeah. I already like did my like very like like surface ah, level research yeah, so i kind of yeah. already knew what why she was saying certain things mm-hmm. but i knew she wasn't reading it correctly because it was she what did not do enough studying mm. basically i did more than her it was She just did a,
0: a money grab yeah because <laughs> most of these booths are usually money grabs yeah yeah because it's it's an easy money
1: grab especially but, when
0: people are broken right right yeah,
1: right. It's easy money grab you know like the, the legit people are the ones that do it in their own home
0: Facts. If you're setting mm-hmm. up a booth in like Hongdae where all the foreigners no. are walking around, it's probably fake.
1: Yeah, it's fake. Yeah,
0: yeah. but I, I honestly thought the guy that I had gone to was going to be legit because he's famous in Gangnam for doing this, for being like a fortune teller. But mine was just so wrong. How much you pay? Oh, I didn't pay. It was for you. Um, girl, I would oh. never pay. Okay, okay. I would never pay. Let me go and kneel and pray to God. <laughs> like That's way easier to, for me to do. Um, so I didn't pay, but it was just baffling how wrong it was. And I remember he was like, oh, you shouldn't date Korean guys. You should date gyopos. And in my head, I was like, wait. You know, somebody would technically be like, you should date guys who are not Korean. But this person specifically said gyopos. And I was like, is it because I'm living in Korea or something? Because you can say just date foreigners or date non-Korean Koreans. The way it was like. Put, the way he put that sentence was very odd.
1: The way that he just assumed that you'd be into just Korean, Korean men.
0: Right? Ew, not that yeah, I think about but,
1: it. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that I... It's not like... I'm not saying that women are better at reading or anything, mm-hmm. but the one Saju guy that I went to a couple of times, he was a little bit like reading my chart in a way where... I was kind of like not turned off, but kind mm. of like I know what you, he's trying to say, mm. but he's interpreting it in such a very harsh way, like uh, very too much. Yeah, yeah. Where she wasn't, he wasn't looking at anything else. Mm-hmm. He was just focusing on that one thing because I know it's really strong in my chart because mm-hmm. I have it multiple times. Yeah, and she, basically he was telling me that I was a bitch. Oh, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, uh, like in a work, a place environment, like you." You work well with other people, yeah. but uh, especially with men, you think that they're a little bit slow. That you know, you know, maybe you're a little bit too harsh or a little bit very stern with them yeah. more than you could should be. Yeah. But like you know, I do see like you know, men also like kind of like are a back bit, up from yeah, it. a uh, bit intimidated, you, right? Yeah. But then the way that he said it was like, you're a cut ass bitch. <laughs> I think I triggered him. I think I reminded him of someone that he knew. Yeah,
0: maybe he was like I've met a girl like you before. Yeah,
1: because I was just like I'm not like that when I'm working, especially like like I see what he means, but at the same time the that's freezing. not
0: yeah.
1: That he made it sound like that was like my identity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they do tend to do that. I'm like, man, there's other things in my chart. Can you please read that? (laughs) Can we move on from this?
0: Would you, before we go on into shamanism, Mm. would you recommend fortune telling to people?
1: Um, Yeah, because if you go, they can explain things in a more rational, reasonable way because Mm -hmm. they can show you. Mm -hmm. They can show you why.
0: Mm, Wow, I just went to a really trash ass one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I clearly, I guess, do your research. Yeah, Don't just do go research. because you've heard
0: somebody's famous. Because, yeah, mine was... If I was asked from my experience, would I recommend it? I would say no. But clearly, because you've gone to people that you feel like read your chart, right? You mm-hmm. would say yes. You know what I mean? But, so,
1: But also, a lot of them would tell you, okay, there's some people that do need help, like a little bit more advice in life. Yeah. And then there's some people that, okay, they have some direction. They mm-hmm. know... They just need a little bit, like, you know, support from outside people, whatever. So sometimes, so some people, they will go not just once a year. They will go, like, once a month.
0: Oh, snap.
1: Once a week for, like, let's say shamanism. Because they are so dependent on these people for advice because they don't have anywhere to go. Cause wow. mental like stressors or something. Mental stress, but also going to see a therapist yeah. or getting outside help yeah. is kind of a little bit iffy, especially for the older generation. Yeah. So going to see the saju, going to see the shaman is a way for them to get that therapy, yeah. to also like release stress and yeah. get that advice from a third person that yeah. is not going to judge them in that way. Facts. But also, saju. Rich people do it.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do it. Like, people who own businesses do it.
1: do it, especially if you're going to get married. A lot of people
0: to do it, even if
1: they don't believe in it. Mm, yeah, yeah. They mm. do it because they can get advice of how to make their marriage even better. Mm, mm-hmm. For example, my friend, she's going to get married soon. Mm-hmm. So when she went, they told her when she should do her marriage certificate. Oh, when wow. to do
0: her
1: Marriage. Is this like, a shaman or a fortune teller? um Both.
0: Oh, she went to both. Okay, yeah.
1: So they will give you advice in that sense because, like, even
0: down to the month.
1: Yeah, especially like if you want to, if you're trying for children, they'll let you. They'll look at you, your charts. Yeah. Your like, mom.
0: Oh, uh-huh. finish that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> your
1: mom. Your mom. Your...
0: <laughs> they will look at your mom. I <laughs> made you lose your train of thought. <laughs> yeah.
1: You made me panic.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> they will look at your mom. <laughs> um, Another one that I've seen that was really interesting is how they also, some Koreans also go to fortune tellers to get baby names.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Because They'll be like,
0: I'm naming this kid this name because this person told me it's the right name for this kid.
1: But because I don't have a Korean name because my yeah. parents didn't give me one. Yeah. But usually what they would do, if you do have a Korean name, they will like count how many strokes there are and yeah. you're a hunter. Yeah. And how many strokes you have in your name that also Hanta is
0: in the mom's hunta or do you mean the your
1: hunter name.
0: What do you mean by me? Like for the kid's name or if...
1: like anyone's name.
0: Oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but I don't have a Korean name, so I don't I don't know how it actually goes, mm-hmm. like how it would apply to me. Yeah. But the stroke count mm-hmm. that also has to do like affect your saju in a way too. So it affects so your your destiny. And that's that why so interesting. getting your name. Yeah. Um, it's really important, and also they do say your name is your destiny or something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, um, if you're thinking of having a child, yeah. they'll tell you when to have a child, because they can make so? the your kids saju in a way where it's like beneficial for the kid. Like, a, there's such, there's no such thing as bad saju. Yeah. Because that's saying like, oh, that guy this guy has a shitty life. Yeah, Or like yeah. that's no, there's no such yeah. thing as that. Yeah. But how can we make so and Saju in a way where they can get really lucky in life
0: would you this is slightly a personal question when you get married and have kids would you go to a to see when you should lay down with your husband um to do the boom boom for a baby
1: no no oh, okay because
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was like no mm, wonder because that's so interesting you know it's i guess for me as a non-korean it's a little weird, but I can't judge it because as a Christian, my name is biblical mm. and some people are like, do you know my name was supposed to be Phyllis, by the way, Paris was never supposed to be my name. It was supposed to be Phyllis cause that's a biblical name, but in Kenya Phyllis also translates into Paris. Mm. So thank God
1: who, who? my mom named me. Okay. Paris, your not mom. Phyllis. Yeah. My
0: mom was like, Phyllis, Nana, we'll do Paris. Can mm. you imagine if you were like Phyllis girl, Phyllis Kagiri. I'll call you P. <laughs> My brother's friend, they call me Small P because he's <laughs> Big P. Well, <laughs> I thank God that my mom didn't name me Phyllis. I know there are a lot of candidates with that name, but it's just not for me. For me, Phyllis, is it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. No, I just no, can't no. see myself being Phyllis phyllis kagiri um no it's it's not there might be a phyllis kagiri out there by the way (laughs) because it's such there's nothing wrong with the name there's nothing
1: it's not for me that's what i mean but
0: that's that's why i'm like i feel like if some people who hear this they're gonna be like oh biblical names are so weird just Mm -hmm. like i'm like oh having someone name your child through like you know their destiny is Mm -hmm. so weird but Technically it's not really even weird. It's just interesting. Yeah. It's like, so
1: interesting. my not technically, my name is from the Bible too. Oh um, Monica, really. yeah, 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 yeah. But, It's so
0: interesting how we do that.
1: But in Korea, because it's all through Hunta yeah. the Hunta characters all have different meanings.
0: Monica. But you don't have a Korean name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: like... yeah, I don't have Hunta. But like oh. for a Korean names they do. It they w- all do. Be hanja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those meanings it really applies in a way where it can change yeah. your your child's destiny. Which I wonder is, if I was
0: Phyllis, it would have changed my desk Well, first of all, it's not fortune telling, so that doesn't work. It's just
1: a biblical name. It doesn't work.
0: I do wonder how my uh, future would have been if I was named little Phyllis. Moving on to shamanism, because this is something I have never tried before. I've only seen it in Korean drama. And when I think about shamanism, I just think of like the little bell and them jumping up and down, mm-hmm. shaking the bell. Mm-hmm. And like throwing rice at people and stuff like that. <laughs>
1: This is stuff that I've seen in Korean dramas. You know what? I don't blame you because I'm going to sound really ignorant too yeah. because I don't know any of these terms because yeah. they're all in Korean and it's not very used because it's only used in that industry. Yeah. And technically, shamanism is a religion. It's mm-hmm. a recognized Korean traditional religion by mm-hmm. UNESCO. Mm-hmm i believe it's unesco finally finding
0: the word we're talking about unicef
1: (laughs) it's unesco so it's internationally recognized as a korean religion religion yeah and um obviously there's not a lot of people that believe in Mm -hmm. it like practice it Mm -hmm. so basically what shamanism is there's people certain people that are chosen to become shaman Mm -hmm. and they have no choice oh wow it's either do it or die Oh wow. Like you will like you will perish. You will be sick. You will be hospitalized. People around you will be getting injured and because sick. you're not accepting this yeah. destiny. Oh wow. Those are the signs that God, their gods are giving them. Mm-hmm. Their ancestors are giving them to show them like do it. This is your calling because basically it's servitude. Yeah. It's religious servitude because it's not just you're serving your gods yeah. that you're serving you're your taking God? with you through your life. Ah, this is the words that we were trying yeah. to find. Yeah, yeah, But um, you're also the main purpose is to serve humanity and to, to help, help people. people. Yeah,
0: through life, right?
1: Yeah, it's in a way very unfair for the, for the them person. Were chosen, yeah. Because not everyone wants to become a shaman, right? Because they, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, they need to basically cut off from the rest of the world
0: yeah, and like live in this place yeah. right i mean they live around us oh, okay yeah. like in
1: regular houses but what they would have to do is that they would have to pray every day mm-hmm. not just in like their home shrine that they set up mm-hmm. but they need to go to certain mountains and pray there travel around korea oh
0: wow
1: and while they're traveling some people will like do like work to help people mm-hmm. like pilgrimage almost mm, okay yeah, yeah. Cause like different parts of Korea, there's different energy that you can get. Mm -hmm. Because Korea has a lot of mountains, Mm -hmm. and I guess a lot of mountains have like the sacred energy. Yeah, especially the northern side of Korea. That's what I I heard. Mm -hmm. So anywhere you see temples, like Mm -hmm. Buddhist temples, it's usually that area is like there's good energy. Basically, shamanism and Buddhism is completely different. They're not the same religion at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, okay, I'm going to sound a little bit ignorant, because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. There's some overlapping um, god, because mm-hmm. there are Buddha statues right. in the part of the shrine. For shamanism? Yeah, for shamanism. Oh, okay, okay. But it's not, I don't think it's actual, actually Buddha. Maybe it's a different deity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I'm not sure about. But in general, there's many different deities. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you're chosen, you have a certain God that mm-hmm. you're the most closest to, mm-hmm. and that God will kind of help you in your endeavors to help people. Mm-hmm. So basically they give you a gift. Like for example, maybe they'll help you see better see fortune better. Mm-hmm. Or see the future better. Mm-hmm. Or some people, not everyone can see ghosts, but some people can. That sounds or, like a scary one. Yeah. Or like they're just, they, there's something that, about the gift mm-hmm. that they're given so that they can help other people. Right. And a lot of the times, um, their ancestor, mm-hmm. they'll have an ancestor that will be helping them, like guiding them and helping them with their one-to-one consultations that they will have with people mm-hmm. and they will ha- be the ones that are really helping them to give them information mm-hmm. so not everyone has it but I do I, no, it's hard to explain because every single every shaman is different mm-hmm. they're out their team mm-hmm. is different <laughs> <laughs> yeah because um, there's so many different gods but I don't think they have every single god that oh, is wow. part of their team and what made you go to the shaman because um, they don't look at your saju, mm-hmm. so all they need, sometimes they do ask for your birth date and your date of birth, the uh, time of birth, mm-hmm. but some don't. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're not looking at your actual saju, but they could be. Mm-hmm. Some of them do, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Some of them just look at your face mm-hmm. and do it based on your ancestor um, reading. Mm-hmm. So they will mix it. They'll mix Sajid reading and your ancestor reading.
0: So they technically, well, they mostly read your ancestral
1: lineage. Ancestor lineage, slash, if they can communicate
0: with your, with your
1: ancestor that is close to you, if you do have one. Oh,
0: wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, for example, That's so interesting. My friend that I went to, she is really good at like business. Like, she's really good at talking. Like, she just has like this really like, born natural skill Mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. And when we went to that Saju person, she was, like... Saju shaman. Oh, sorry. The shaman. The shaman, okay. They were, like, oh, you have a great grandmother. Mm -hmm. She was really rich when she was alive. She had accessible Mm -hmm. businesses. Mm -hmm. And she's actually around you, helping you in your career endeavors. Mm -hmm. And, um, wow. like, you know, if anything happens, like, you can just, like, like, (laughs) on her <laughs> yeah like kind oh, of like okay, okay yeah. just know that she's there to help you and actually um she was like oh I, I totally forgot about her because yeah i remember my mom kind of mentioning that mm-hmm. we did have a, a rich like great grandmother but like yeah. obviously things happen it was it's really interesting because right. we didn't say anything like we didn't say anything at that this time. this is
0: this lady just talking Yeah. And just guiding you through what she's being told by her ancestors, I guess. Yeah. And it's
1: interesting because that lady, she had, like, she's been doing it for years and years now. Mm -hmm. And basically, what in that industry, people say that when you first get (laughs) recruited, Mm -hmm. um, that's when your powers are at, like, the peak. Oh. Because that's when you're. Like, you can see more, you can communicate e- more easily with yeah. your people.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, actually, when um, you first become a shaman, mm-hmm. they become they get a lot of, like, customers.
0: Because you're at you're, your yeah. strongest. Yeah, yeah. At you're at
1: your strongest. So, actually, if you do go to those people, it, it might freak you out. Mm-hmm. But they get possessed by mm-hmm. one of the people, like, the gods mm-hmm. or their ancestor that mm-hmm. they are serving, mm-hmm. and they their demeanor changes, their voice yeah, changes. Yeah, like
0: seen um, in Korean drama, like yeah. how they just become like a, some even speak in different voices, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. Ancestors enter Or different
1: um, dialects. Yeah, that's what so we're saying. Yeah. yeah. Or like, um, I know that there's like kid, like. Baby kid, shamans? Baby, sh- like, not baby shaman, like kid uh, gods. Oh, oh, I see where
0: you're going. Yeah, okay, and okay, so okay. they
1: would. Act like a little kid.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and, seen that. And actually, time you time.
1: can see it, who, what type of God that yeah. they're serving. If yeah. you look at their shrine, because they always have a shrine yeah. when you're doing the consulting, yeah. there's always a shrine there. If there's, like, little kid stuff, ah, like yeah. like candies or cookies mm-hmm. or, like, toys, mm-hmm. it's because they have that. That's part. Their God is the... The child God is mm-hmm. part of their team. That Isn't it, is so interesting
0: interesting yeah i don't like i don't know if it's something that i, I think i would be scared to go because if somebody got possessed in front of me i think i'll freak out mm. but hearing about it is so inter- how was your experience
1: i went to my first time i went to this woman she is known to be like the like the top of the top like mm-hmm. she is the queen of shaman mm-hmm. like the, the industry, let's say. Yeah. Because even other shamans will go to her for advice. Mm-hmm. That's how big she is in that part mm-hmm. of the industry. And I went to her and my God, I felt like when she looked at you, you feel like she's reading you in a way where it's just like she's looking at your soul. Oh my God. I don't know if it's just her eyes, her demeanor, yeah. but it was just like, I felt naked. And She's just seeing everything. Yeah, and... Oh, wow. The first thing that she said was about my past. Mm-hmm. And she said a specific age ages of when something happened and they were all accurate. Mhm. I don't know if I would be ready for that. That is scary. Yeah. And you know they they can feel the emotions? Yeah. that you are feeling?
0: Yeah, yeah. As this is being read? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So sometimes like one of the reasons why a lot of older people will go is because they can console them because they can feel the feelings right they're like oh i feel so frustrated for you because i can feel it right here or like i can feel like tears like welling in my eyes and i just want to cry for you oh
0: my because
1: like this happened to you yeah when you get confirmation from someone else it's like a release yeah so a lot of older people go for mm-hmm. them for that type of advice instead of going to a therapist because technically they are therapists in yeah a
0: way. and just the therapist can't feel what you're going through they're just trying to mm-hmm. study what you're going through yeah, yeah
1: so that was my first experience is just like I was just like kind of shocked because mm-hmm. I went there with no expectations mm-hmm. like I didn't know what was gonna happen and the first thing that she said was just like <laughs> traumatizing me <laughs> <laughs> going through all my traumas one by one i'm like okay i understand that yeah. you can see this but can can we move on can you check out <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh, she was just like at the end of anything every shaman i've been to they always said the same thing like you don't need to come here anymore like you don't need to get your reading done because everything will be okay like that you, actually would
0: make me feel more
1: yeah. rested she was like she would she would give me advice but at the end she was just like you know there's no need for you to come back yeah. and like go to see other people like everything would be okay mm-hmm. just believe in yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like believe that people will come and help you because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people will come and help you okay, and people yeah. did yeah so it was it was interesting I think the advice that they give them give you is mm-hmm. based on what they know like living their own life. Mm-hmm. And she said that, oh, it's better for me to go to America.
0: Ah, yeah. But
1: because that time I was going through a really like not so good time in my mentally. Mm -hmm. And I think she said that so that I can release that and kind of release the the tension that I was having with my family, Mm -hmm. especially with my mom. Mm -hmm. But I kind of I didn't agree with her then because I knew being in Korea was better for me for my career and my self-development in mm-hmm, general mm-hmm. but now looking back i understand what she meant yeah yeah, yeah. because she wanted me to reconcile with, with my mom yeah yeah and kind of get that mental a place to breathe mm-hmm. and relax a bit mm-hmm. because and have a little bit less responsibility mm-hmm. but
0: that's true it is less responsibility to yeah, go back
1: yeah i didn't listen <laughs> Now, do you regret not listening no oh because you know what she said she had and then she was like you're gonna be okay you're gonna be fine so it's like
0: either way if i go if i don't go i'm gonna be fine anyway yeah 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 yeah. interesting oh okay i don't know would you recommend shamanism to people who are non-koreans
1: yes and no if you know korean yes if you don't know korean no because Mm -hmm. um they don't 99 percent of them don't know english
0: because it is a Korean traditional yeah. religion.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of them are older. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if, like, older Korean people are a little bit more, like, Research. straightforward.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And they're also talking to you through the lens of the god. So, they kind of talk to you in Panmar.
0: Yeah. Because
1: technically, they're allowed to. Because the god is higher. Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. So, if... You know, it, it, it might feel very intimidating at first mm-hmm. as a foreigner, especially if you don't know the language. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they talk, they're talking through the god. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, the the older ones, they would try to interpret it mm-hmm. in more, like, relatable way where you can understand. But not everyone can. Mm-hmm. So I would go to your Saju instead.
0: Your fortune, yeah, fortune or tarot cards. Because a little bit more
1: relatable to your personal life because they can see you're like, you can ask them specific questions Mm -hmm. and about work and stuff. I mean, same with the Mm Saju, the shamanism people, but I think you're not going to get details from shamanism.
0: If you don't understand the language. If you don't know,
1: if you don't understand the language, especially, especially if you go and you don't really have a specific problem that you want to learn about yeah because if you don't know what you want like if you don't have a problem there's nothing to really for them to help you with because they're there to help you like give you a solution mm, yeah but for saju they just tell you what's gonna happen
0: mm, yeah i think that's why more foreigners are inclined to um to go to fortune telling and i think also shamanism has kind of been demonized in the western world especially with the whole possession of other gods and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i think it's been like slightly demonized so people are not as open to go to a shaman i think mm-hmm. um, because they're like the whole possession thing you know in christianity and like in most religions being possessed by a deity or something like that is mm-hmm. not seen as um godly I would say, oh. um, I think that's why. Even for me, I think that's like why I'm very. I would be hesitant to um, go to one. But it's really interesting learning about it. Like I think this conversation, I've learned a lot. Ain't gonna lie. I don't know if I'm. I, I would ever
1: go to one because the whole being possessed thing. I think I'll run out. I don't know. <laughs> I okay. don't know. Okay. So the the new people, the like one. Sorry, or like one, two, three, four, maybe five or so years. Yeah. They do that, but the older ones they they don't, cause they're not as, like, uh sensitive. Yeah. Cause they have more control.
0: Mm. Okay. 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 Okay.
1: And they have more experience. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, some people say like, oh, the older ones like they are a little bit out of touch with like, they're not as like water. Like, know how to like mm-hmm. communicate with their people as like closely. Yeah. Than like the newer ones. Yeah. But I do know, I do think the older ones know how to give better advice uh,
0: gotcha, and gotcha. give you
1: better solutions.
0: Well, so there, there it is, guys. If you guys are interested in shamanism, we are not experts here yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So if you do want to go to a shaman or even fortune telling or tarot reading, make sure you do your research first. This was just us telling our experience with it. Well, I, I've never been to a shaman, but yeah um anyways guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode where we talked about fortune telling and shamanism um if you guys are interested in more having more questions or anything make sure you comment down below and that is it for today's episode and i I will see you guys on the next episode bye guys